once I see if the device works properly. Then release me. I didn't much doubt it. You see, before you reactivated it, I reversed the polarity of the neutron flow. Realize what will happen. Oh yes. You. Well, I've reversed the polarity of the neutron flow, so the TARDIS should be free of the force field now. So he's reversed the polarity. Keep back. Hello everyone and welcome to a very special episode of Reversing Polarity, a Doctor Who fancast. This time, instead of talking about one Doctor Who serial, we're going to be talking about lots of them, but in a very specific quiz format, which I stole from Um Actually. <laughs> um, we're going to be focusing on something that we that all Whovians secretly love, which is getting to share extremely specific trivia and be very pedantic. Um, our panellists for this quiz today are the podcast's own AIM. Hello, I am always here. Yes, uh, I've written Doctor Who thought leader Will. <laughs> oh my oh, god! Oh, that's that's gonna make some people furious and some people very happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and cosplayer and YouTuber Dominic G. Martin. Hello, hello, pleasure. Hello. Yes. Um, I have some false statements about Classic Who written out in a top secret Google document. It literally says top secret in the in the in the name of the document. Because I'm dramatic. Um, and it's... Did you put it in the shared drive but call it top secret? Yes. <laughs> I adore you. Yes. Um, and it's up to you three to com- correct me on any mistakes that I may have inserted intentionally or otherwise into these statements. You can interrupt at any time using the buzzer. Um, and the only rule is that before you issue a correction, you have to say, well, actually, or you won't get the point and therefore the glory of being correct because there's no prize for the for the quiz. Um Yes, any adjudication is going to be done either by looking up on TARDIS Wiki or you can do it through single combat if you want to sort out like the logistics on that one. Yeah, <laughs> That's ba, the ba, player's ba, choice. Ba. <laughs> I'm game if you are, Dom. I'm game if you are. <laughs> See what happens. Was that the amok, t- was that the amok ba, time ba, music, ba, Dom? I love ba, it. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> Very cool stuff. All right, so... Uh, yeah, has everyone got their pen and paper or anything else they want ready? Has everyone got their finger on the, the multi-buzz Does the space dot app bar work as a button with this thing? Oh, it does. Lovely. Yes. I like the space Excellent. bar. Excellent. Oh, that makes sense. I like that. Well done for being a well-coded website, multi-buzz dot <laughs> right. um, So we're going to start with a very quick practice question, just so that everyone kind of gets the, the vibe of, um, of the episode. So, our first one... Um, Doctor Who, a well-beloved sci-fi series made in the UK, has been airing ever since December 1963. Uh, I believe it is Dom that buzzed first. Dom. Well, actually, it was the oh. 23rd of November. <laughs> Fantastic, Dom. You would get a point if this was yeah. not a practice That's question. That's an easy one. That's a demo uh, question. Well, actually, I think we could contest that it is well-beloved. Oh, come on. Oh, no. <laughs> I adore it. Okay. However, have you seen Twitter? Okay. It's well-beloved. Just because something is well-beloved doesn't mean it is also well-behated. Um, <coughs> two, it, it can be two things. I think this is where... <laughs> it's well-beloved by us. See, uh... We contain multitudes. Yes. This is where my buzzing skills come from watching a thousand episodes of The Chase and just knowing when to interrupt <laughs> a question. <laughs> Yeah, he's already got the advantage. Bradley Walsh helped me a lot. (laughs) 
Yeah, okay, so our very first one concerns the third Doctor. Um, and this is one of the sort of softball questions, I promise. Okay. <laughs> I, made, okay. I made sure that they weren't horrible, I promise. Um, the third Doctor had many encounters with his arch enemy, the Master, as portrayed by Roger Delgado. His first appearance, however, was in the first ever third Doctor serial, Terror of the Autons. And well, <laughs> uh, well, actually, the first third Doctor serial was Spearhead from Space, which did not feature the Master. There you go. That is exactly what I have written on my card. Does anyone have any thoughts about Spearhead from Space? My thoughts are that it's weird, but I do like it. Oh, it's, I think it's, it's very really good. good. Very good. I'm annoyed there because I was I was concentrating too hard on that. It's going to be a wrong episode title. It's going to be an episode title that's wrong. And I completely missed past the entire fact that you addressed it as the wrong thing. And I'm just like, oh, right. Okay. Ah, yeah. Right. Well, it's it's based on my childhood assumption that Terror of the Autons was the first one. And I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> <laughs> is it the first one you hmm. saw? I mean, it is. As we all know, it's the first one I saw and it was in black and white because of the bootleg VHS yeah. that I watched it on. Ah. Um. But yes, so that is our first question. Our next question concerns the fifth Doctor. This is going to be a fairly short quiz, I think, in the end. Um, Concerns the fifth (laughs) Doctor. And again, this one, I think, is a little bit of a softball, but it does get trickier. So, in the fifth Doctor story, Snake Dance, we are introduced to the villainous gestalt being known as the Mara, capable of possessing other beings in order to enact its ends, usually inflicting suffering and madness on anyone who got in its way. It develops a particular interest in Tegan Javanka, the Doctor's only Australian companion in the televised series, and returns to menace her in the expanded universe. Does anyone have any ideas on this one? That sounded sounded airtight. correct to me. Mm. You can always Um, definitely see in this one. You can always guess. Um... (laughs) Yes, well. well, actually, there was another Australian companion <laughs> in the expanded media. Well, that's why I said in the televised series, I could not verify if there were any oh, other Australians okay. in the uh, expanded that... universe. I hope there were. I hope. I hope there were more Australians. Yeah, that that was a shot in the dark. Um, well, actually, I think you missed out the very important part of the episode, which is the big snake. <laughs> well, there's certainly a big snake. And you, are correct, that I, you are correct that I did not mention the big snake. So unless someone can come up with the actual answer, I might give it oh a Oh my point. God, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I'm the quiz master. Uh, nah, Dom, the Dom, floor is oh, yours. You, have a guess. Uh, um... <laughs> you can have more than one guess. You can have more than one guess. Um, it, 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 um, I do. <laughs> you have to start with well, actually. Well, actually, I uh, think you'll find that um, uh, uh, Tima Jogvanka wasn't a thing. She didn't exist. <laughs> oh, what, a, what a fucking twist that would be if we'd erased Tima. You made it up on the spot, didn't you? <laughs> actually her name's not tegan if you look in this particular short story <laughs> short trip i wouldn't be able to name a fake short trips anthology because it would turn out to be real um any other guesses well actually the story was kinder not snake dance. yes will oh, has identified the problem we could probably walk past that yeah Fuck. snake dance is oh, the returning well. story for the mara Oh, I just heard Snake and my heart went big Snake. <laughs> big That's snake my fifth does. Doctor blind spot. I've not watched those stories. Kinder? Oh, you are we missing watched, out. We watched Kinder for the podcast. That episode is coming up fairly soon. It is mm. whack. It's so weird. Is it? 
<laughs> I think it's it is either Snake Dance or Kinder, which is like Rob Sherman's favorite story. I can believe so, like, that, yeah. Which I forget because um, he's spoken about it on a few interviews and podcasts and such, and he's he speaks so eloquently about those stories that it's it really makes me want to watch him. I guess I haven't got around to it yet. Yeah, Kinder is good. It's yeah. very weird, which I think is one reason Rob Sherman would like <laughs> a big weird fiction. It's got guy. a lot of psychological stuff in it as well. Some very weird stuff going on, but well done, Will, for spotting the error in that question. Uh, question three is our first special question. They call them shiny questions on the show that we're ripping the format off from. Um, they are worth exactly the same amount, but they kind of break up the monotony of the format. So let me <laughs> share my screen in just a second. Ooh. I made a little graphic. It's very fancy. So your challenge is to put these companions in order of uh, birth. birth. So when they were born on the Gregorian <laughs> calendar. Oh, whoa. 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 <laughs> but Turlo isn't even from bloody earth. Uh, yes, but they are all from the same universe. I did nearly put Adricon and then I remembered that like E-Space would probably fuck it up. So. All right. Okay. Oh, oh my God. God. Okay. Oh and you God. don't have to get all of them. You just have to get more than the other people uh, who right, are trying to right, do it. Okay, and for, so because this out. is an audio medium, I'm going to read out the names. <laughs> uh, or I'm going to say the names. So we have Ace, Turlo, Frobisher, Jamie, Liz, Leela, Changli, and Dodo. Um, and they do all have canonical, if not years of birth, then centuries or decades, which are distinct from one another. There is an order, that, there is a canonical order that exists. Just trying to work this out. Okay. Yeah, um, you have some time. Well, I'm going to cut the audio down to be like 10 seconds, but there is time for you to do this. Don't worry. Okay. Just let me know when you've finished. Hmm. Um, I know that that penguin's going to be a bugger. Um, <laughs> okay, so. He is my favorite I penguin. He is a perfect penguin. Yeah. I, it's a very stacked category, but I think Frobisher takes it. True. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's start with Dom. What order do you have down uh, for these okay. characters? So I used a method of logic. So I, I okay. couldn't quite... Excellent to hear. Please walk us through the list. I'm interested. I couldn't quite remember when Leela was from, but she was a savage, so I assumed it would be more in the past. I can't remember if she was from... Okay. Uh, but, um, Jamie, of course, Highlanders. That was, what, the 1800s? Um Liz John, I mm. believe, um, because she started in. Uh, well, hmm. I just I didn't incorporate that bloody dating problem, did I? Oh Jesus! Oh, it's okay. She has she has <laughs> only one canonical year of birth. Okay. Um, there's no like, people just go, oh, well, maybe she was older than we thought in the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I did that, and then with Dodo, I assumed she was uh, considerably younger than Liz, so that would be okay. why I put her there. Ace. Again, um, that would definitely be after the previous ones because she was like a teenager in the 1980s. So, of course, that it makes sense that she's younger, of course. Uh, Lee, now we're in the year 2000, 1999, and he's a, what, a teenager as well. So, again, makes sense. Uh, Turlo, going to say, is a bit more future-based as the same with Frobisher as well. So, Turlo and Frobisher in that order. Okay, thank you very much. Aim, I'm not going to tell you how many you got, so we can, hmm. uh, we'll figure thank it out you. at the end. So Aim, what's your order? All right, mine is a slightly more chaotic approach. Excellent, I'd love to hear it. Um, are you surprised? No. I put Jamie first, okay. because 
That feels right. And then I've gone for Turlo because I had no idea where to put him. <laughs> and then I've got Frobisher because I think it would actually be really funny if he was born in the 20s <laughs> and then he just adopts that aesthetic to try and reconnect with his past. That would be very funny. Um, then I've gone for Dodo, Liz, Ace and Changli for similar logic. And then I've put Leela last because she is uh, like stereotyped on about on like cave people. Okay. But I think she's also from a different planet. And I think it would be really funny if they got somebody with Earth-perceived regressive planets actually from Earth's uh, regressive characteristics or societies um, from the future on a different planet. I think that would just be a joke. Yeah, that would be pretty good. And Will, what's your order? So I started with Jamie, a Highlander from, I think that's the 1800s. Yeah, around then. Oh no! I, for 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 a second, I was worried that I had seven names <laughs> oh. when there was eight of them. I did. Um, but no, I no, did no, that, that when I was writing the quiz and I was making the graphic, and I was like, I swear I had eight people on my list. That's because that's because sleep deprivation talking. So yeah, Jamie first, followed by Liz. Uh, for same logic as Dom, where I've put Dodo afterwards because I think Dodo was meant to be younger than Liz. Yeah. Uh, then Ace, because she's I think she's meant to be a teenager. Mm. Like by the time you get to the story survival, like yeah. the broadcast yeah. year, Chang Li next after that as well. Probably a similar age to Ace, but uh, in a movie six or seven years. Oh no, it's it's set during nineteen ninety nine, isn't it? So yeah. a decade mm-hmm. removed. Um, then Turlo. I, this was the biggest question mark for me because I haven't watched the Black Guardian trilogy, so I ah, genuinely right. don't know where Turlo's come from. But he seems smarter than your typical companion. Yeah, as in like he knows more about technology and aliens and stuff. So I figured he might be from the future. Frobisher then no idea where they're yeah, from and lastly <laughs> and lastly is Leela because she's from the tribe of the Sever team on a different mm. planet with Zoanin and artificial intelligence and all that space travel far future but I don't know so where yeah, I can okay. I can figure out where she was from so I just took a punt yeah if you give me like like 30 seconds I will mark down who has the right people in the right places I will say no one got all of them yeah. <laughs> that surprises me not. But your, uh, well, your actually, logic was generally um... sound. It's just that Doctor Who is insane. Yeah. So let's see. Dun, dun, dun. Did, so um, does the answers account for the unit dating? Um, uh, the, the answers account for when a character has been given a canonical birth year. It's not to do with their okay. age in the serials. It's whether anywhere in the expanded universe or decade or century or whatever. Some of these are so disparate that it doesn't matter that there's not a birth year because they could not possibly have been born earlier than someone else unless they were oh, like 7,000 years old. Well, uh, Ace has to have been around when there was Blue Peter on TV because she's got the Blue Peter badge. Yeah, no, exactly. So that narrows that, that narrows it <laughs> that down. That does Anytime narrow after the late late fifties. <laughs> Now is it down? Okay, so we have uh, Dorm. You had two. Oh bloody hell! Aim has one, and Will <laughs> has Fair. three. So not bad. Yes. The yeah. correct order is, and I will give you the dates that I managed to find for their birth. Uh, the correct order is Jamie, who was born in 1724. Um, My little boy. Bring back historical companions, please. Liz was mm. born in 1943, which is according to my favourite book title in the world, The Devil Goblins of Neptune. Um, <laughs> Dodo was born in 1949. So again, the logic there makes sense with putting them next to each other. I've got the order here. Turlow was born in the 1950s. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. Because what? he's not from the future or the past. He's a contemporary figure who was exiled to Earth in the present day of his present day. Uh, oh my yeah. god. I didn't uh, even think about I, that. Yeah, my bad. Um, 
podcast. No, it's that's what I put it in to trick everybody. I'm really mean. Um, and then we have uh, Ace was born. Uh, she has actually has a birthday, the twentieth of August, uh, nineteen seventy. Then Chang Lee, who was born in the early nineteen eighties. So again, it's distinct, but we don't have an exact date because in I think in the novelization of the TV movie, which I have read, um, he is specifically like fifteen or sixteen years old in nineteen ninety nine. So early 1980s uh and then leela was born in the 5000s and then frobisher is from the 82nd century (laughs) my boy um so that is our order so a lot of you got kind of the general order right but it had to be in the right place in the order for me to mark it as correct so like dom you started well in the sense that you had jamie liz dodo in order but unfortunately because you put leela first i couldn't mark those as correct yeah Scoody in the outset. But still very good. So that is a point for Will. Very well done, Will. Congratulations. Uh, our next question is about the first Doctor's era. Um, and you may be able to guess which characters this is going to be about based on my personality. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, many companions of the Doctor became romantically involved after, or if you believe the expanded universe during their tenure in the TARDIS. One such pairing was the first two televised human companions, Barbara Wright and Ian Chesterton. They married on their return to Earth in 1963 and went on to have a son, John Chesterton. Well, actually... (laughs) Dom? It was London 1965. Fantastic. Dom has spotted the error in the question. I just want to finish off because their son grew up to be the pop star Johnny Chess. Is my favourite piece of trivia about Doctor Who in the world. I think it's very That's funny. the true thing. The, yeah, their son grew up to be a pop star called Johnny Chess, who Ace liked. Ace liked the music of Johnny Chess. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> they did get married. Depending on which thing you're looking at, they either eloped or they had like, you know, they waited a bit to elope. Hmm. But they, t- no matter what happened, they did elope at some point. Um, <laughs> very well done to Dom. I will reset the buzzers. Right. Next question is about the sixth Doctor, uh, our sweet, colourful man. Mm, loving. <laughs> the sixth Doctor had a tragically short run of televised serials in only 11 stories, or eight if you're being pedantic. His final season was a long story arc called The Trial of a Time Lord, composed of four serials, The Mysterious Planet, Mind Warp, Evil of the Vervoids, and The Ultimate Foe. Well, actually, it was Terror of the Vervoids. <laughs> Fantastic, Will. Well done. <laughs> Will's really getting my this. boy Will, Colin. Will, when we were like, "Oh, do you want to come and do this quiz?" Will was like, "Okay, absolutely," but I haven't watched any classic Who like all year, so I won't be very good. <laughs> well, thankfully, the the questions are a bit more, um, you, a bit more broad as opposed than as a, you thought. Like, but, yeah, but ask ask me anything about Turlo, and I'm like, <laughs> no, dead on arrival, dead on arrival. What's Turlo's first name? Uh, can I get a buzz? Oh, it's Vizsla. There you go, it's Vizsla. Vizsla. <laughs> It begins yes, with Dom. V. Yes, it, be- Dom. it begins with V. <laughs> well, yes, Dom. <laughs> Bonus point. What's Turlo's first name? <laughs> Anyone? Be- I was going to say, I thought Dom, I thought Dom had the floor for I it. Just I just said it. Me too. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm waiting. Be- Buzz. Vizsla. 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 Yes, it is Vizsla. His name is Vizsla Turlo. <laughs> Oh my. Well, well a little done. trash man. I'm I very knew it began with V. Yes, you did know it began with V. So <laughs> that's like a se- that's like a seventh of a point or an eighth. Depends how long his uh, name it's is. It's six letters yes. long. Should be uh, a fifth. A really. six, yeah. There you go. There we go. <laughs> okay. There we go. 
<laughs> That's going to make the tally interesting at the end. Yes. Our <laughs> next question is about the Eighth Doctor in the Expanded Universe. Oh, boy. <laughs> you knew it was coming eventually. Oh, boy. Um, okay. Yes. While the Eighth Doctor only appeared on screen once before a 17-year-long hiatus, this one, the, the 17 years is because I counted just 96 to 13 i don't know what the actual month status is he has had a much longer life in audios comics and novels among his companions are the edwardian charlie pollard the somewhat inept but lovable fitzcrino the extremely nerdy lesbian izzy sinclair and former adjudicator ros forrester yes well well actually charlie was not victorian i said edwardian <laughs> sorry edwardian sorry she was edwardian um, okay. but that is yeah, a good guess that is well. a good guess multiple levels of wrong Charlie, <laughs> Charlie is great she's an 8th and 6th Doctor companion and I like her very much she's played by the woman mm. who does the voiceover on MasterChef mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow okay yeah. um, she also has a pet uh, Vortisaur is it a Vortisaur? the Time Vortex Raptor that one <laughs> okay I'll reset the buzzers anyone have any other guesses? There's there's a there's a limited number of things that could be wrong with the questions. If you keep guessing, one of them will be correct. Well, actually, Rose Forrester was a current adjudicator. That is you're you're on the money on what's wrong with the question, but it's not that she was it's not that she wasn't an adjudicator. Wasn't an eighth doctor companion. Was not an eighth doctor companion. Aim is on the board. Ross Forrester Am is I? from the new oh, version, yeah. version New Adventures books. She is I a don't seventh, know who yeah. that she is. Is a seventh doctor companion from the expanded universe. She was in one of the uh, uh, the big Finnish New Adventures. I was assuming that she also uh, went on to the eighth doctor as well. Oh no! As far as I'm aware, she did not. No. Um, all the others are in fact eighth doctor companions and. I think they have all been... I think they were in the company of friends, Fitz and Izzy. Um, but Fitz is from the books and Izzy is from the comics. Mm-hmm. The right, watch Big Finish comics. announce that they're going to be in Stranded Part 3 or something. Oh, I wish. I want more Fitz Kreiner <laughs> so badly. He is my favourite, very special boy. Hmm. <laughs> he does have everything you want in a character. Yes, he's bisexual. He is inept. He is in love with the Eighth Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> all canonically i love i love the eighth doctor adventures novels they just said fuck it and did whatever they want because they had no <laughs> oversight from the bbc <laughs> right we have another special question coming up this one has a sound Ooh. component which i really hope works okay this special question is called what's that raw and it is <laughs> fuck <laughs> Amazing. You need to identify which Doctor Who alien or creature or whatever made the sound that I have snipped from um, oh, brilliant. the series or from the Big Finish audio web. Oh, brilliant. If you have any extra detail about it, you might get a bonus point. I'm much more liberal with bonus points when I do quizzes than the actual I'm actually show is. Um, which did once <laughs> cause a massive argument in my comic society. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I used to do comics. Stop being so kind. I know, I'm too nice. Um, But yeah, so there are four (laughs) sounds. um, And you can buzz in when you think you know what it is for each one. So I'm resetting the buzzers. I think it's a dinosaur from Invasion of the Dinosaurs. No, it isn't, but that's a very good guess. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Nymon. It is not Nymon. Again, a good guess. <laughs> Merka. It's not the Merka. 
Damn it. I mean, it's entirely possible that they actually reused the same audio over and over again, but the thing that I've recorded it from is not the Merkur. <laughs> is it that little dog thing from the Happiness Patrol? No. I don't know what you're talking about. Good shout, though. <laughs> because it, cause it's, it sound reverberates in the, in the sewers. Yeah. There is a certain level of echoing involved. Um... I will say, I know that Abe has Ooh. seen this story. <laughs> yep. No, I, I, I can hear it in my heart. Oh, what's it called? I can see it. It's the third Doctor story. Yep. Do you know which story? Oh. Paladin. Uh, yes, which Paladin? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the thing that the third Doctor sings the lullaby to. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> what's it called? Who knows? Who knows what it's called? God. <laughs> It's in the title of our episode about it, Abe. Yes, I, do you think I would call that information when I'm not looking at it? No, I don't. Honestly, I don't. Thank you. Head empty, no thoughts. <laughs> um, God, what is it? Um, Is it... Oh, it's something to do with Agador. Bloody... Agador! Agador! Sorry. I'm very sorry no, for giving this fine. podcast an explicit rating. It's fine because I'm loving the energy that we're creating in the studio oh, wow. of excitement and like <laughs> danger. Okay, so that's our first one. Hey, had to really dredge that up. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm... I think that was that was teamwork. Yeah. Right. Second sound. Oh boy. Well, I mean, that was fairly easy for you to tell because this the thing has come up on it. Uh, that was a um, uh, that was a Dalek, wasn't it? It's not a Dalek. Oh no! It's the um, Mondasian Cyberman, specifically the daughter who gets converted and comes back to visit the family. Fantastic! In which audio, which everyone knows because it's I on know that one. Damn it! Oh. <laughs> spare parts. It was spare parts. Yes, um, that is Yvonne from Spare Parts screaming in agony. Now, the mistake I made with that one was the fact that I thought the soundscape was very Sylvester McCoy. It does sound quite Sylvester mm, McCoy. It does, mm. yeah. Um, but no, the uh, does anyone know why it screams that way? <laughs> There's a particular reason oh, why it isn't screams. isn't it um, being convinced that it's not a human or something? No, that's a good guess, it's, though. I think that's... Something to do with a Christmas tree. There is a Christmas tree element. This is... Uh, she's just come home to her family, and her family has realised who she is, and her dad is like, oh, no... We're going to have to help you out there. And what does he do to try and help her? Which actually is extremely painful because she is now a Cyberman. Is it murder? It's not murder. Or is it a hug? No, it's not a hug. Again, that would be extremely Music. sad. It's not. He tries to take the mask off of her face. Oh, oh, yes. oh yeah. fucking hell. Yeah. Um, just so that Ooh. you know, all of the other sounds from now on will also have the spare parts thing on it. Not because it's from spare parts, but because I couldn't be bothered to delete the metadata on Audacity. <laughs> Um, so number two was a Mondasian Cyberman Uh, so well done for that specificity it's going to be a point to the person who gets the most of these so there can be a shared point uh, out of the four sounds oh my word everyone can win okay (laughs) now this one uh, I had to edit a couple of sound clips together so I hope that it works I hope the music helped on that one as well. 
Yes, what is it? Is that from Remembrance of the Daleks? Not Remembrance, oh. but you are closing in. What? Oh. It's the Nemesis from Silver Nemesis. It's not the Nemesis from Silver Nemesis. Oh. I wouldn't put two Cyberman things in the same question. You might. Sound- yeah, you- <laughs> the music sounded so Sylvester. It does sound Sylvester, doesn't it, Aim? <laughs> it does, yes. I have seen every one of what these stories. What cereal could it possibly be from <laughs> that we both love? This is this is clearly meddling, I know, but come on. I know it is. Oh, is it... Um... Battlefield. It is from Battlefield, but what is making the noise? And it's the, the Destroyer. It's not the Destroyer. The Destroyer? Oh. I, I don't know them. What's what's making the noise? Uh, what's making the noise? Uh, Aim, what's making uh, the noise? Our favourite animal it's... that's large. Is it a snake? It's a snake! <laughs> it's the big snake hologram. <laughs> There's, there is a big snake in Battlefield. <laughs> I don't remember that. It's I the can't. Defense, I don't remember no. It's the defense mechanism it's the for bit. the underwater spaceship. Um, oh. Just as Ace is getting trapped in the oh thing. Oh my god! And nearly oh, dying. Is that when? Is that when McCoy gets attacked by the camera? Yes, <laughs> and he gets yeah, yeah. concussed. Yeah. Thank. <laughs> Thank you for literally spoon feeding no me that. No problem. Um, anytime. All right. <laughs> and the last sound. I really hope this comes through because I was a bit worried when I was recording it. It seemed a little bit iffy um i know it sounds like wind but there is a creature in there somewhere (laughs) is it a yeti it's not a yeti good guess though damn Mm, can can i phone a friend no unfortunately that's not a function of this particular quiz format no clue with that one no okay hold a pin down it's either the third doctor's era or the fourth doctor's era it is the third doctor's era this is one that i asked my parents um what's a doctor who creature that screams and this is the first one that they came up with and my mother's favorite doctor is john pertwee so it's somewhere in the john pertwee era i'm gonna (laughs) let you all try and guess which serial it's from Is it is it one of the primoids from Inferno? It is not one of the primoids from Inferno, but that's a solid guess. Okay. Sea demons? Uh, not sea devils, no. Silurians. Not the Silurians. Is it the cut scene of the noise that the master makes when him and the master <laughs> finally get alone? Good lord. <laughs> No, but I i mean, I'm sure that's out there somewhere. I don't know exactly Emphasis where. on a raw file. Yeah. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, this is... I think we're going to have to call it on that one. This is from mm. uh, Carnival of Monsters. Drashig. It oh. is the Drashigs from ah, Carnival of Monsters. God. And I know that it wasn't the clearest sound, but I did my best recording these things. So that's one point each because you each got one. Oh, yay. So very well Thank done, you. everyone. Okay. How generous. Next question is about the second Doctor's era. So, after appearing in seven Doctor Who serials, Victoria Waterfield finally had enough at the end of Victor Pemberton's environmental horror story, Fury from the Deep, deciding to say goodbye to the Doctor and Jamie and instead live with the significantly less imperiled couple, the Harrises. Well, actually, she was in eight stories. You've identified the problem with the question. You are not right. Six stories. Six stories! (laughs) Fantastic. Who can name the six stories that Victoria was in? 
I really hope she wasn't in six. I really hope she was in six and not seven, because otherwise I'm gonna be so. There's gonna be so much oh egg dear. on my face. I can I can quickly look at Tardis. Wiki, I'm looking it up want. as well. I swear it was only okay. six. Oh no, it is yeah, seven. Yeah, oh, the ice there's warriors. Six, yeah. She's in six series in season five. Mm. Let's try and find something else wrong with the question so that this isn't a complete wash. <laughs> oh wow. I think environmental horror, well, actually, is not quite the right genre for Theory of the okay. Deep. It's surely general existential <laughs> horror rather than just environmental. Okay. Any other problems with the question? <laughs> well, actually, um, Victor, Pemberton did, uh, Victor Pemberton did not write Fury from the Deep. It was based on <laughs> a true story. <laughs> I well, he did. He did base it on um, a story called "The Slide," I think, starring R- Roger Legato that he had written for radio after the script had been rejected from Doctor Who. Um, so there's a long, there's a long chain for that. Um, actually, well, actually, Victor Pemberton was a writer for Fraggle Rock, so I don't know what we're doing saying you wrote a Doctor Who story. Um, well, actually, well, actually, Victoria left the Doctor and Jamie because she understood that she couldn't cut in between the power couple. <laughs> oh my god, she was sick of being the third wheel. Exactly, astounding. Well, yeah. actually, I think it's more that Jamie kept trying to hit on her because he was in that confused bisexuality stage of not quite being able to accept his feelings for the Doctor, and she was like, "No, you just yeah." He doubles down on the heterosexuality. Yeah, we've all seen it. Yeah. We can there. also say, well, actually, the Harrises aren't significantly less imperiled because they're on Earth during the Cold War. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's a lot of well, actually's in this one. So from top <laughs> from top from top to bottom, the que- the questions are completely <laughs> incorrect. I apologise for my poor question writing. Um, right, next question is about the Seventh Doctor's era. And this one I know has at least one mistake because I looked it up so many times to make sure. Should have done that for all the questions. (laughs) The seventh Doctor's companion Ace was at least partly notorious for her use of the homemade chemical explosive Nitro 9, which she once used to blow up the art studio at her secondary school. Well, actually, it wasn't the art studio. Okay, elaborate. It was the gym. No, that's the joke from the Bells of St. Trinians at the beginning. (laughs) Oh, I see how I confused those <laughs> the two. The gymnasium was insured. <laughs> she blew up the whole school. No, she did not. Well, not on this particular occasion. That I know. Oh, oh, oh! Was it actually at her primary school. No, I'm actually. Well, actually, no, no, me. Well, it was a good oh. guess. Thank you. I thought it was the art studio. She did blow um... up the art studio. That ch- I thought that ch- I think that checks out. I can't remember. Well, actually, it was the te- it was the um, teachers' room, the staff room at the school. It was the art studio. I promise, it was the art studio. Oh, can you go for it one more time, and we can try and decide. It. Maybe slowly <laughs> this time. You can pick it up. You can pick it up one word by word. You buzz in every word. The seventh Doctor's companion Ace was at least partly notorious for her use of the homemade chemical explosive Nitro Nine. Yes, same. Well, actually, she's completely notorious for that. I had to be uh, <laughs> vague because sadly, not everyone knows about. It. <laughs> sad, sad. Shame. truly sad. Um, I'm gonna say, take a stab here and say it's not chemical. It is chemical. Also, you didn't oh. say well, actually. Oh damn it! <laughs> it doesn't matter, does it? Her use of the homemade chemical explosive Nitro Nine, which she once used to blow up the art studio at her secondary school. Well, actually, she blew it up twice. Mm, give me more information. 
Yes, I can. Um, she blew up that entire wing of the school. No, <laughs> I think Damn. we might have to call this one. And you're going to be so mad at me when I inform you what the what the problem is. The problem <laughs> is she did not blow it up with Nitro Nine. She blew it up with Gelignite that her art teacher thought was plastic. <sighs> oh, oh, that's a bit pedantic, isn't it? That was the no, originator. It's, it's a whole Where story. Are we, Adam? It's a whole story in Battlefield. Where she's was telling Shoyun about, <laughs> <Show Yun. laughs> like about how for some reason she had Gelignite at the in the art studio at school. What are they God, teaching these kids? Well, after one question where there were no problems, this question apparently had so many problems for us knowing anything about Doctor Who. We're, we're, we're good at Doctor Who. <laughs> right, our next question is about the fourth Doctor's era. My boy! Yep. The time Lady Romana Dvorak Trelinda was first introduced in the serial The Rebus Operation as an assistant sent from Gallifrey to help the doc- <laughs> Yes, Dom. Uh, no, sorry. Okay. You were right, isn't it? Cool. <laughs> Thank you. I am right. I'm always right. Um, as an assistant sent from Gallifrey to help the Doctor in his quest for the six segments of The Key to Time. <laughs> yes, Aim. Well, actually, there are five segments to The Key to Time. Are there? Mm, I don't know. I'm, I'm jumping on this. I believe six. it was six. Will, what's your objection? Well, actually, there are seven te- segments of the key to time. <laughs> are there? <laughs> Someone needs no, to look this what? up me. I swear it's six. No, I there's six. There's one six. for each serial. There's one for each serial. My seven was a guess. Okay, don't let that throw good, you okay. off. Okay, yeah, my five was very We're not done with the question yet. When asked if there was a shorter form of her given name she preferred, Romana proposed Fred, which the doctor tragically never took up. Um, I'm actually, well, actually, um, Romana said that there wasn't, and the doctor proposed just calling. Fantastic. Aim has hit it bag on the head. Every now and then I know something. <laughs> the doctor suggested Fred, and Romana said, uh, the doctor suggested Romana and Fred, and Romana said, well, of the two, I prefer Fred, and then he never called her Fred for the rest of her life. Very sad. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Right. Uh, we have our final special question. This is uh, find the fake, and I'm about to read you a list of uh, a list of titles, which may or may not be titles of episodes or serials of Doctor Who in the on the TV or in the expanded universe. One of them is not the title of an episode of Doctor Who. Cool. In this or the expanded okay. universe. Cool. So we have the Temple of Evil, Planet of Evil, the Face of Evil, the Mind of Evil, the Ultimate Evil, or Square Root of Evil. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh i say the temple of evil no that is the name of an episode of doctor who not of a serial but of an individual episode the ultimate evil the ultimate evil is a big finish audio then i surely it's it, square root of evil surely square root of evil fantastic i was genuinely <laughs> thinking that was there some gap that I had just not known that there was something called square root because that seemed too obvious. Like that's why that's why I thought it must be real. It feels too much like something that would happen in Big Finish. See, square root of evil sounds it sounds like it would be something like a Doctor Who magazine. It, it sounds re- exactly it sounds real enough that it's not implausible, but it it's not something that is familiar. You have found the the evil genius at the heart of my quiz writing. Um so the Temple of Evil is an individual episode title for the Aztecs. Um, mm-hmm. As I said, the ultimate evil is a big Finnish audio. The square root of evil is the third episode of the Avengers. 
Cackling. Uh, Thank you. Because I realised this evil uh, theme would be quite funny. Um, and I was struggling to find any television episode with the word evil in it. I looked at Thunderbirds. I looked at Stingray. I looked at Captain Scarlet and the Mistrons. I looked at Jerry Anderson's Space 1999. Did you look at Zed Cars? I did not look at Zed Cars, no. Zed Cars. Um, I don't think they really had episode titles. Um, and thank you for bullying me about about Zed Cars again, just for the continuity so of the welcome. podcast. <laughs> so welcome. So yes, well done, uh, Dom. We are on to now our last question, which is not about Doctor Who. Um, This is a real-life skills question, just to prove that we are all adults who can do adult stuff. When disposing of cooking fats or oils, it's important to know what kind of fat you're using. Vegetable fats, like olive oil, never solidify at room temperature and can therefore be poured down the drain. Aim! Well, actually... Olive isn't a vegetable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Um, I copied um, this one from the actual I'm Actually show because I couldn't think of a different life skill. They don't solidify room temperature? They, it says that they don't solidify. Yeah, that's in the question. Uh, oh, damn. They they do solidify at room temperature. They, they don't solidify at room temperature, no. Olive oil does not solidify at room temperature. Oh my I've been using be very the wrong concerned oil. about the bottle of. Oil. Does anyone else have any thoughts about this? Because there is a very obvious problem with the solution. Um, okay, can you go from the top to getting rid? Yeah. When disposing of cooking fats or oils, it's important to know what kind of fat you're using. Vegetable fats like olive oil never solidify. Yes, Dom. Well, actually, you're disposing of it, not using it at this precise moment in time. You see, <laughs> you're just you're getting rid of it, so therefore okay. it doesn't matter. This is, yes, this is the kind of pedantry we encourage. Will, what were you? What was your well, actually, there is no such thing as vegetable fat. <laughs> We call them vegetable fats, um, like vegetable, you? vegetable oil, sunflower oil. It's vegetable. Yeah, fats. yeah, but, you, but you, I thought, but I thought the question differentiated between oils and fats, and you said vegetable fat. This is it's not vegetable, vegetable oil. Fat is the genre that olive oil fits into. Genre, genre of olive oil. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Genre. <laughs> the the phylum, the species of of oil. When I go to my local HMV and I go to the oil section right next to the horror yeah, it's between horror and anime that's where, where it should that's be where frankly all the really gooey movies are like body Give melt me the good the oil rub. section <laughs> there's, there's body melt there's John Carpenter's The Thing 1982 can't mention it in the podcast yes there's the, gre- the greasy strangler whatever that, yep, that film's called no, um, <laughs> I really don't want us to give up on this one. I'm going to finish reading this last sentence one more time, and then I might sacrifice it to everybody. Oh, Aim, did you buzz in? I, I missed you buzz again. Yeah, I want to follow on from oh Will's God, message of thing oh, oil to go where there's no such thing as vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> um, Checkmate. I mean, if we're thinking about the realities of language, is there really anything? Does anything really exist if you think about the constructed nature of language? We love nihilism! Or our society, frankly. <laughs> Vegetable fats like olive oil never solidify at room temperature and can therefore be poured down the drain. Does anyone notice the problem? Dom? Don't pour it down the drain! You don't pour it down the drain! It'll block your pipes! What?! It blocks your pipes if you pour oil down the drain. Does no one know this? I was told that if you pour it with the water running, then it was fine. (laughs) Did Miss Price lie to me? Um, How much oil were you pouring down the drain? (laughs) Oh, not much. I've done deep frying and you have to like 
either dispose of it by putting it in a jar and putting it in the freezer, which is not disposing of it, or I bought this little powder <laughs> that you can get and it solidifies it into a horrible oil jelly that you can then put in the bin. It's, it's... I love that freezer solution. That's just oh, <laughs> let, let the next tenants, the next homeowners, figure that out. Yeah, the next generation cooking oil, the next generation. Yes, exactly. Ba, 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 cooking ba, ba, oil, ba, deep space nine, <laughs> deep fry nine. <laughs> no, not deep fry nine. Oh, I just got no. I just got visions of someone pouring Odo down the drain. <laughs> And then accidentally serving him at quarter. No! I feel like there is an episode where he pretends to be food. Am I making that up? He pretends to be soup, yeah. He pretends to be soup, so <laughs> Golden Cat doesn't recognise him. That's very good. When we finally turn into a Star Trek podcast in 20 years' yes, time. Yes, we can discuss more about what Odo turns himself into. There's one where he turns his hand, like, into his hand holding a cup of coffee and then pretends to drink it. I remember that one very distinctly. I- I literally just watched the episode a couple of days ago where he turns into liquid just to go onto Lyoxana Troy's lap. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> There's also the what, another Lyoxana Troy episode where he like half turns into a blanket because she falls asleep. Yeah. And it's weird, but in a not awful. I'm very way. impressed you can both pronounce Lyoxana Troy's name like so confidently because I've never been able to do it. I'm terrified of that name. I'm terrified of it. It is intimidating in the spelling. Uh, but yeah, that is our quiz. Uh, our final scores, we have a tie for top spot. So, Aim, you have four points, and Dom and Will, you both have five points. Lovely. Oh, Congratulations, Congratulations very much. You're no prizes in the mail, and I will probably send you like a, a digital <laughs> certificate of some kind that you could print out and put on the fridge. Hooray. You sent me a bottle of vegetable oil. <laughs> I'll, I'll turn up at your house. Would you rather have? And I'll stay you dead in the eyes while I pour an entire bottle of olive oil down the, down the drain, and I'll go. Is this even real? Is olive is olives real? <laughs> Am I real? And then Are I just fade us? away. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Oh god, this has been a lot of yes, fun. Yes, I'm glad that you've enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed it, Dom and Will. I've enjoyed. Yeah, it's fun. Quiz oh, it's mastering. Been great. Yeah. Um, Thank you for returning to our or joining us for the first time in our corner of the internet where we get weird. Oh well, thank you for putting the quiz together. <laughs> yeah, thank you for hosting. Great no job, problem. and thank you for having us. Yes. Um, as always, open invitation. To, exactly, back. open invitation yeah. to return to the podcast because we have so many episodes to record, and there's only so much time me and Aim can spend talking about like um, which Thunderbird is which. And <laughs> <laughs> the hard-hitting oh, questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the hard-hitting questions like which Thunderbird is which. But yes, thank you very much, Dom and Will. Ooh, do you want to plug anything? Oh yeah, do you want to say who you oh. are? We forgot to do that earlier. <laughs> oh, Will, you go first. Uh, sure. Uh, online, I go by Mr. Tardis. I host a weekly uh, Doctor Who themed live stream. I've had uh, Rosie and Aim on the show Woo! before uh, to promoting yeah, the podcast. Yeah, that's so much fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, great, great podcast. Big fan of your work. Um, <laughs> Thank and you. I, and I don't know when this is coming out, but I think it will be towards the end of when I've done a series one retrospective Christopher Eccleston Ninth Doctor story. So go check those out. And, and you can follow me on Twitter at Trilby Reviews. That's T-R-I-L-B-E-E Reviews. Lovely. Um, and Dom, uh, Will also does a horror movie podcast that I need to listen to. I've downloaded some episodes. <laughs> Yes, the Monster Monday podcast. I record that with my wife, uh, and we, uh, yes, uh, we talk all things greasy and horror, horrific. Excellent. Um, the latest episode. So, if you re- enjoyed this, <laughs> well, the latest episode we recorded was audition. Uh, so oh yes, 
Oh my god. Have you done um have you done House? Nineteen seventy seven House. Uh no, we haven't. Oh you no. should, it's so good. We're we're currently trying to sort out because we're both working like full time at the moment, so it's difficult to record them. But yeah, if you subscribe to our feeds on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, etc., uh, we've got a big backlog of episodes. I recommend the Doctor Who Blink one, where I try and convince my wife that Blink is actually good. Uh, and our episode on our episode on the Terminator. Oh uh, yes. yes. Oh my God! You talk about how tragic the romance is. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she she loathed it. Oh, of uh, course she did. <laughs> and it's like it's, and it's like one of my favorite films. Oh, yeah. Basically, whenever whenever I like a film and she she dislikes it, those those are the best episodes. I also recommend our Universal Monsters ones, like Frankenstein, Dracula, The Mummy. Um, those are just like good episodes, I think. Nice. So yeah, you you get loads of plugs now, Dom. Yeah, you get loads oh, of plugs. Boy. Yeah, I was, that's why I was, I was like, oh boy. Right. Okay. So. If you wish to follow me, then um, my Twitter page is at DominicJGM. My Instagram is at Dominus of Time. If you wish to check out my Doctor Who fan audio series, which is an anthology inspired very Woo! much by the, like, the Twilight Zone and Inside Number 9, but in the Doctor Who universe, then it's called Domin- uh, Doctor Who Remnants. And you can follow it, find it on Spotify, um, well, Anchor generally as well, um, Google uh, Podcasts and Apple Podcasts, if I haven't already mentioned it. No, wait, I didn't mention it. That's good. You're doing well. So, uh, after that, you can check me out in the DW2012 Doctor Who fan series. First episode out now. The rest of the series coming later this year. Um, we'll be having a few more updates for that. Dropping through. It's the pretty much the first time I've actually <laughs> been a lead actor in something, which Ooh. is quite terrifying. Hey. Uh, but yeah, um that is coming soon so you can follow that on at the DW2012 Twitter page or on the Dynamic Works 2012 Instagram page and of course you can view all the prior episodes on the DW2012 YouTube channel and that is all fantastic all right thank you for joining us for this very chaotic very fun special episode um we'll be back to our regular episodes soon but do expect more of these ad hoc fun episodes not that our regular episodes aren't fun of course these are not. just a bit different um if you want to follow us on polar at polarity pod on twitter or at polaritypod.tumblr.com tell us how much you enjoyed listening to it it'll make our days you can also follow us individually. I'm at Ames Tell Stories. Um, that's A-Y-M Tell Stories. And Rosie is at Dot Sayers. And we hope to be talking <laughs> at you by the medium of podcast again very soon. Of course not. <laughs>